Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and tonight I am gathered with three of my very good friends and my lovely wife Leah, and we're playing a little bit of two-on-two trivia. Let's start right here to my left, sitting in front of the bourbon. Leah, babe, how you doing? What you drinking? Um, I'm doing great tonight. Uh, it's a good old-fashioned cold and flu season in the Liguori house, uh, which I guess is better than COVID season in the Liguori house. Uh, so we take what we can get. Uh, but that means that I am drinking a wonderfully tall, cold glass of Pedialyte. Um, and just for the hell of it, I am mixed in with a little uh, peach schnapps. Oh, my Lord. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. It's just the Pedialyte. <laughs> we don't have peach schnapps. Yeah, don't freak out or anything. That was just a joke. Um, but the the Pedialyte, man, I've been having it every uh, night this week before I go to bed, and it's wonderful. I think I might just keep this in my rotation as just a, a drink that I have on a regular basis. Uh, it's grape flavored. Um, and in the interest of full disclosure, it's not even regular Pedialyte. It's the Walgreens brand. So it's great. Everyone should pick it up. Stay hydrated, everyone. Well, we started off with our daughter getting sick. And then with the with the flu, then Leah got sick with some bug, and then it finally got me. So this morning or earlier today, I spiked like a hundred and one degree fever. So yeah, I, I am not drinking any alcohol. I am just chugging down water like there's no freaking tomorrow. And I am a glutton for punishment, so you know I'm uh, gonna be here recording and having fun regardless. But let's go out to Huntsville, Alabama. Mike, my friend, how you doing? What you drinking? You know, Chris, it's been a little bit of a day, but at least I'm healthy, so I can't complain. Uh, I am overall doing pretty well, and I'm actually really excited for uh, the beverage that I've brought tonight. Uh, I don't know if you guys can can see the picture here. I'm trying to hold it up to the camera, but that it is cool. the beer is called Dinosaur Connoisseur. The picture on the label is a Tyrannosaurus Rex with a very tiny top hat and a gigantic bow tie in its mouth. <laughs> It's really kind of cool. It is a double IPA from Monday Night Brewing, which is out of Atlanta, Georgia, I believe. Yes, it says it right there. Big letters on the the can, so we'll see. That was a weak can opening sound, but hopefully you guys got it. Let's see how this is. Oh, that's really good. Oh, gosh. I haven't had a double IPA in a little while, I feel like. This is really good. I've been drinking a lot of New England's recently. Ah, oh, yeah, that's 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 going to go well tonight. Cheers, everybody. Oh, that's going to be good. I can't remember the last time Mike had a beer on the show he didn't like, though. So I'm beginning to think he's not so much a beer connoisseur as he is just a slut for anything that's popping and fizzy that's not soda. Accurate, accurate. Hey, we'll take it. Let's head on up to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Tim Dipple, host of the Hometown Crowd and Marital Tiffs Podcasts. How you doing, my friend? What you drinking? I am doing well. Uh, I am only drinking a uh, a generic Sam's Cola tonight. Um, I'm still flirting with gout flare-ups Ooh. from the last month, so I've been trying to stay away from the alcohol, despite me having some really good ones in my fridge. So, hey, I actually do like Sam's Cola. I'm not yeah, I lie. do too. Let's head on out. To Springfield, Illinois, Timmy Geving. How you doing, sir? What you drinking? How's it going, everybody? Uh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> I listened to the podcast for quite a while. I got caught up, and I thought to myself, I can't wait to the one time I come on on the pod. And I'm going to say, I'm, I don't know which bourbon I'm going to drink, because I'm a huge bourbon drinker. Between Ooh. anything from the, I have a chicken cock bourbon from Kentucky. 
and then, uh, you know, in Knob Creek or what have you, Woodsford. But, of course, as tonight would go, I'm, uh, I played my golf league tonight, so I've already uh, indulged in some beers. So I'm here having a, a tasty uh, high noon. Uh, just a seltzer, vodka and soda. Ooh, there you uh, go. Well, only thing I can drink, though. Like, there's n- none of the, uh, the Trulies or what have you. I'm yeah. not a fan, but the actual vodka and soda. I can do. I, I like the uh, the only one I've had that I'm actually a fan of is the Funky Buddha Hard Seltzers. I think they're pretty good, but that's about it. Vodka. So you are you are like you said you are a Knob Creek fan. Mm-hmm. And what was the other one that you said? Chicken cock. Woodford. Oh, Woodford. Uh, yeah, there's some chicken cock. Yep. I've had. I actually have a bottle of the chicken cock over here. I haven't even popped that yet. And then I had fighting cock. Mike, we had fighting cock in uh in Kentucky. We did. Oh, I miss bourbon. Yeah, I was actually gonna gonna uh, have bourbon on tonight instead of beer, but uh, since I was running a little late, I didn't have time to run downstairs and get myself a glass and the whole thing like that. So Does that mean I you keep your beer upstairs? What? Does that mean you keep your beer upstairs? I do actually. I have a little uh, beer fridge right next to my desk. This, Don't act surprised. This makes sense. Well, tonight's game it is going to be Timmy and Chris against Dipple and Mott. Leah, my lovely wife, is hosting. Leah, go ahead and take us away. Okay, everyone. So we're going to start out our game with our pregame round, per usual. Um, and so in this round, you will be given uh, five statements. Uh, each team will be able to talk about um, whether or not these statements are true or not. And for every correct answer that your team gets right, you will earn two points for this pregame round. Uh, And and our pregame round is going to be in the category of just around the river bend. All right. So this is our uh, geography question. (laughs) All right. So here (laughs) we go. So the Mekong, M-E-K-O-N-G, river is one of the world's great rivers. Covering nearly 5,000 kilometers, the river flows through six countries. I am going to give you five countries, and you're going to tell me as a team, yes or no, does the Mekong River flow through it? Oh, so okay. does everyone understand what we're doing here? Yep. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a country, and then uh, each team will be able to talk it out in your methods um, that you have discussed previously. Um, and then once your team thinks they have an answer, they can just lock it in and let the other team discuss. And we're going to go the, uh, through these one by one. All right, let's go. All right, so question number one, or country number one, is Cambodia. I think we can lock in. Yeah. Okay, Mike and Tim are knocked in. Knocked in. Knocked in. Knocked in, knocked up. up. Who knows? (laughs) At this point, it's going to be a crazy night, guys. Um, Chris and Timmy, you guys can talk it out. All right, Tim. So, yeah, we're we're kind of talking through what direction do we think the river flows. Um, I'm just hesitant to, like, say out loud what my logic is, because Mike and Tim might get it, but I'm thinking yes i'm with you absolutely uh, I was i'll just that way anyway okay so chris and timmy have locked in with yes uh mike and tim what did you say uh yeah it actually it flows through the capital of cambodia okay that's so yes pretty confident um well, your correct answer is yes it does actually flow through cambodia nicely done Okay, so your second country is Bangladesh. Does it flow through Bangladesh? We'll lock in. 
Okay, Chris and Timmy are locked in. Mike and Tim, talk it out. So, as I've been telling Chris, I can name four countries with confidence that I know it flows through. But he won't tell me what countries they are, and he's being a bitch about it. Uh, <laughs> he told me told which Mike, countries they were. As I told Mike, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but Bangladesh is not one of the ones I know. And I'm trying to place it with respect to the other countries that you right. did mention. Right. I mean, I would lean towards no. That's where I'm leaning as well. So, yeah, let's just lock in with no. Because I think it's, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't want to say too much again, right. like Chris said, but yeah. Right. But I, yes, I agree. I think we should lock in with no. Yeah. Okay, so Mike and Tim are locked in with no. Chris and Timmy, what did you guys say? Yeah, we, we disagreed and we went the other way. We thought it did. Oh, no, we said no. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I agreed with you. I, I was thinking that as a positive. My bad. Sorry. I'll show Leah to validate. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I trust you. Agreed. Yep. Nope. Yep. Got, yeah, we got went it. no. Okay. We did go no. So you went no. Uh, the correct answer is no. It does not run through Bangladesh. So nice job, everyone. All right. So question number three, your country is Myanmar. All right. We'll go ahead and lock in. Okay, so Chris and Timmy, go ahead and talk out loud. So Myanmar, I believe, is like the, I think it's the westernmost country on that little Southeast Asian peninsula. Um, I know it has like, it's, I think it goes onto the Malay Peninsula as well. I could be wrong there, but it's it's right there near Cambodia. So I'm thinking yes, just because of where the location is. That's my best guess. What do you think? Your guess has a lot more knowledge than mine because I really don't. I mean, I, I know it's, there's a lot there in that one small area, and so, but I can't actually picture where they are specifically. Yeah, there, I think there's five countries right there, not counting China. So, yeah, we'll go. Uh, we'll go. Yes. So, Chris and Timmy said yes. Mike and Tim, what do you say? Uh, we went the other way. We said no. Okay. Well, one team is getting points here, obviously. Uh, it's going to be Chris and Timmy. The answer is yes. Good job, Chris. We'll take it. Uh, question number four. Your country is Vietnam. Chris, you want to check that in? Yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll check in. Uh, Mike and Tim, what do you think? Uh, Tim, we're leaning towards yes. You want to lock that in? Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 we'll say 94. 5% confident that it does run through the country. Yeah, I mean, based on the fact that yeah, based on the other countries we already know from yeah. this that it runs through, I would say it's probably a fairly strong yes. Yeah, so we'll lock in yes. Okay, perfect. Chris and Timmy, what did you say? Yeah, we both uh, kind of texted or messaged each other no, because I think, like, in my head, I think uh, Tim, it's too late to kind of talk this out, but I think like Vietnam's the easternmost country, and the other countries we've had have both been further west. So unless the North Vietnam is wider than I think it is, I think no is the right answer, and that's what we locked in with. Okay. So the correct answer is yes, it actually ah. does run in through Vietnam. Boom. Okay, and then your final answer in this brutal just-around-the-river-bend category is uh, Bhutan. Bhutan. The one where they took a train to in that zombie movie we watched. That's Busan. That's in South Korea. Oh, never mind. Man. That is a different <laughs> place. No zombies in Bhutan or Bhutan. 
That's the train to Busan. Julia doesn't know geography. Yeah, this is... I I have the map pulled up in front of me just to verify what you guys are saying. So... I I will say, and this is a little bit off topic, but... um, You know how you have those words that you've only ever read, but you've never actually heard out loud? Yep. I feel like Bhutan is one of those countries. I'm not sure I've ever heard it spoken. I've only seen it on a map. All right, Tim and I will lock in. Okay, so Chris and Timmy, what you thinking? I'm thinking I don't even know where this country is. Like, I'm thinking I really wish they wouldn't have locked in. Or locked in. <laughs> <laughs> so my head goes, I don't think that's in Southeast Asia because I think I wouldn't know that. And then I'm like, well, where else in Asia would it be? It's not in West Asia. It's not in Central Asia or North Asia. Asia. The only place it really can be is somewhere in Southeast Asia. I just don't know where. Um, if it's in that that area, Tim, I I think it, I would have to say yes. But if it's in that same region, if it's over in that same region as Myanmar and all that, then I think it's yes. Unless it's even further west than Myanmar, then it's probably a no. So I have no idea. I'll <laughs> I'll let you pick our wrong answer because I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, I, at least I have a fifty fifty shot here. I think. Amen. Let's be optimistic. Let's say yes. All right. Optimism is going to kick our ass. We're going yes. Okay. Mike and Tim, what do you say? We pretty much went on pure game theory. <laughs> and we said there have been three yeses and only one no, so we went no. And and this wasn't on the list of the four countries that I know it runs through. Ex- exactly. Um, because I'm fairly certain that the other two it are is. Laos and China. Yeah, I just uh, looked up where it is. I did not. So know we went. There. We 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 went with no. Okay. Well, your correct answer is no. Um, and so that will leave uh, Mike and Tim with eight points coming out of the pregame, and Chris and Timmy uh, with six points. Um, and the six countries that the uh, Mekong River goes through are China, Myanmar, Laos, Thailand, which I don't don't think we discussed, Cambodia, and Vietnam. Wow. Where, Chris, you said you looked it up. Where, Where is Bhutan? It's north of Bangladesh, bordering Nepal. Oh, okay, so close yes, to that's India. right. It's right yeah, next it, it to Nepal. Borders, now that you say yeah. that, that rings a bell. It's just north of Bangladesh. Damn it. All right. All right. I'll take, I'm going to take my L. I did not realize Bangladesh was right up against Myanmar either, though. So, Well, the reason why I put that question in there is just because, uh, I don't know, I feel like we don't talk about this region um, that's true. that much. So I wanted to throw something yeah. in there. I actually have a little bit of an advantage. I play in the uh, the Learned League, which is an online trivia league. And one of the first days was to name the two countries' capitals that the Mekong runs through. So I knew Laos and Cambodia from there. Oh, gotcha. Nice. It runs through Vietnam, but not the capital. Um, Yeah. And it runs through China. Yeah, I left China off the list because I figured that would be a gimme. So. We tried to game theory that too, and we still didn't. <laughs> we, got, we had the wrong. We, 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 thought, did, it we thought it was two, two to two. Well, even even as I was, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, Mike. Oh no, I was just gonna say, even as I was as we were game theorying it, I was like, or would Leah anticipate that we would game theory? Like my brain was going all different directions. So, and Leah yeah. does do that sometimes, so you can just never tell. 
All right, what's our score coming out of the uh, pregame? All right, so Mike and Tim have eight points, and Chris and Timmy have six, but it's still anybody's game. So the way these next rounds are going to work is we're going to have um, three rounds before our halftime round, and in each round, each team is only going to answer one question. Um, so because this is round one and before the game, we determined that Mike and Tim were going to get to choose their category first on the odd-numbered rounds. Mike and Tim, you are going to get to choose first. Would you like your question in the first category, which is things used a long, long time ago? Or would you like your question in the category of not about comic books? Uh, uh, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards the not about comic books because I feel like it's probably like maybe the MCU or something that's like comic adjacent but adjacent. not actually the books exactly because because uh, if and it's I'm, not about comic books and she asks a question about I don't know fashion or something like that I'm going to be very put out right but I don't know how you're feeling about that. I, I could go I could go either way, but I, I kind of like where your head's at. So plus, I'm All just right. curious. So let's do not about comic books. Okay, so Mike and Tim, here is your category, and um, because you're the only ones answering it, you can talk it out loud once I read the question. So, in not about comic books, in electronics, DC has many uses, from the charging of batteries to large power supplies for electronic systems, motors, and more. Very large quantities of electrical energy provided via DC are used in smelting of aluminum and other electrochemical processes. What does this term DC stand for? That's an easy one. <laughs> I'm assuming she's looking for direct current. Yeah, uh, you know, AC is alternating current, DC is direct current. And together they are a AC, DC. good rock band. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you want to just go ahead and lock that in? Yeah. We'll, right. we'll say yeah, uh, we'll direct, lock in current. direct current. Okay, so your correct answer is direct current. Okay, apparently that was a very easy question because I had no idea about it. I thought it was going to be a really hard one. We, we thought it was marvelous. Aww. Boom, boom. I'm kicking Mike <laughs> off the call. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Perfect. I'll let myself out. <laughs> All right, so Chris and Timmy, uh, well, so Mike and Tim pick up 10 points for getting that answer correct. Uh, so, Chris and Timmy, your question is going to be in the ca category of things used a long, long time ago. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. All yep. right. A greave, G-R-E-A-V-E, was a piece of armor used in ancient Rome, Greece, during medieval times, and also in feudal Japan. What part of the body did the greaves protect? Did you say greaves as in it's... G-R-E-A-V-E. The, can you repeat that last part of that question, though? What part of the body did the greaves protect? So when you said, did the greaves, there is a plural there, correct? There is a plural, yes. Okay. So it's not going to be something like chain mail, because that, that covers everything, right? Right. The greaves sounds like it's more it's than like one. Old, old timey like cup, jockstrap. It's not a bad it's not a bad guess. My my only my only question there is the the greaves. There's more than one. It sounds like. So are we talking like wrists or like wrists? If if my logic is right here, I had to repeat it. And that she did say, did the greaves plural protect? So it's either right. a, it's either one of two things. Either it protects something that there's more than one of on the body, 
or there's multiple that have to protect one area. Like if it's like a cup, like an old school cup, I I can't imagine there being multiple pieces, right? They would just make the same thing that yeah, no, no Mark Garcia Parra like uses a, used. And they call it chassis belt, <laughs> like right? Like, <laughs> um, oh, speaking of that, Mike, I want my key back. <laughs> <laughs> Never, it's mine. All right. Um, I mean, I, like, I'm Chris, okay. what else? I mean, what other pairs are we thinking of? Like four? I mean. I mean, it'd be arms, legs, feet. Ears? Ear. But that would used to be a helmet, though. Yeah, right? I mean... I don't have a, I don't have a good answer, unfortunately. I'm okay going, you know, the twig and berries, but I, I don't really have a, a I think arms answer. is better. Arms? I think we give ourselves a bigger area, a surface area anyway. That's arms true. are... And then we need to be more specific and go from there. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. That works for me. What do you think of that idea? I'm in. I'm down. Let's right. do it. Okay, so Chris and Timmy locked in with arms. Unfortunately, that is an incorrect answer. Uh, you were looking for the other pair of things on your body, so it was going to be legs uh, or shins. That's ridiculous. We call those pants now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I looked at pictures, and pretty much, like, it's the same type of gear that was worn, like I said, in ancient Rome, Greece, medieval times, Japan. Um, they just kind of changed around a little bit. So I would have accepted shins because that's what the original intent was, but then other areas did the whole leg. So so nice try, though. You picked up on some good context clues to help you get to a wrong answer. Get there, but... I'll be honest, we were thinking forearms as well. Well, At least we're not the only one. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I just didn't think of... I thought that if it was protecting legs, it would have been more of a... something I would know, you know. Okay, so we are now going to go into round two. So that means, Chris and Timmy, you actually get to go first in this round. And you get to pick your category um, between the categories of top awards or videos on the YouTubes or YouTube. So videos on YouTube or top awards. I mean, the, the, the top awards is a very vague category. And I'm wondering if it's just something like, what is the name of the award given to the second best LASIK eye surgeon in Fresno, California, or something like? But I, I think of the definition of YouTube is vague. It like, is. You know what I mean? Like, that's all that's on YouTube is anything and everything. Yeah. Right. I mean, yes, you're going to get viral stuff. But I mean, that's the idea, right? But which one do you feel more comfortable with? You want to go with the uh, top awards? Sure. I'm not very good with. Uh, I will say that I'm not very good with like movies and whatnot, but we'll go. We'll see what happens. No, I think I. <sighs> that's about as soon as I heard top awards, I thought movies, but that's just me. If, if it's movies, I know those. That's where I felt comfortable. I, I just said, feel. I just feel like personally, I just feel like YouTube is more. It's it's more narrow. But I'm good to go with whatever you want, man. It doesn't matter to me. YouTube's good. Let's do YouTube. Yeah, we'll go YouTube. Okay, so here is your question in the videos on the YouTubes category. In the mega popular YouTube video, Baby Shark, what color is the Baby Shark? I'm colorblind. This isn't fair. I've seen this video a million times. <laughs> so we just say gray and we're done. Yeah, right. We're all right. Okay, so Mommy Shark, Daddy Shark, are, I think they're pink and white or pink and blue. I feel like Baby Shark is either yellow or green. I 
feel like Baby Shark is yellow. I feel like if it was correct, it, it whatever whatever pink and blue combined is it should be the color of Baby Shark, right? <laughs> well, now I'm wondering if pink. No, I think pink might be Grandma Shark. I gotta tell you, I've never I've I've, I've saying it to my blue in the face with my daughter, but I don't think I've ever actually seen the video of it. Oh, a lucky bastard. I've well, seen it a million I mean, times. The video's got to be better than the earworm that it is. Uh, no, it's it's dumb. It's dumb. It's, uh all right. Uh, I'm going in my head. I'm thinking yellow is my the, the top choice, maybe green. The baby shark, they never identify a gender. So, like, mommy... Shark, daddy, shark, or not a gender, a sex, sorry. Uh, but it's, I feel like mommy, daddy, grandma park, grandma shark, grandpa shark are very defined by their color schemes. And I feel like this one is much more of a neutral color. It's, I think that's why I'm coming back to yellow. In that, yeah. I've seen this video 10,000 times at this point. I don't know. She has a damn book. What do you think? Anything ringing a bell there for you? I really, the only reason I've seen it lately is because they've actually showed the girl now singing it and the, all the parts like afterwards. But that's it. That's all I've seen is them actually singing it behind a microphone, showing the faces behind the voices of, of the actual YouTube video. And now the only thing in my head is King Shark from Suicide Squad going, new dumb friends! <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that the other day. Oh, Not it's bad. a great movie. Uh, Yellow's my best guess, man. I, I wish I had more to go off of. I think yellow's great. I mean, it's once again, you know, happy, whatever. You know, yeah. like it's a new, it's more of a neutral color too. So yeah, we'll go yellow. Okay, so they're locked in with yellow. Well, Chris, I'm very proud of you for getting there because the correct answer is yellow. Oh, thank God. Well, when you got that question, I was work. like, I was like, <laughs> oh man, I was like, he's gonna be at an advantage if he gets this question, but uh, you, you nailed it. Good job. Okay, so that means that Mike and Tim get your category in top awards. The James Beard Awards are given annually to journalists, authors, and professionals in what field? James, you said James Beard? Yep, James Beard, which is spelled like the beard on your face. I've heard, I've heard of the James Beard Award as in I'm aware of its existence, but (laughs) <laughs> but beyond that and you said it's given to it's given to journalists authors and professionals in a certain field so i'm asking you what field is that journalists authors and professionals in what field okay so that's gonna take journalism out of it uh it could be like documentary yeah that's or like historical nonfiction. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. But, uh, wh- I had. A, I actually was. Um. Uh. I don't. It wouldn't be. I don't think it would be humor or anything like that. Humor or satire. I thought went, about that too. Went through my head. Um. He said journalists, authors, and professionals. I mean, I did used to write for a satirical magazine, and maybe that's why I've heard of it. But I feel like it would have stung, stuck out more because of that. What was the third one, Leah? Journalists, authors, and and professionals. Oh, just professionals. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to see if there was anything that maybe those would point to. 
Yeah. I mean, it's possible that it could be, like, comedy. Yeah. Like, humor, comedy. Because I feel like professionals kind of lends itself to non-writing. That's true. Like it, like it could be like Kevin Hart could win a it, a, a beard award. Exactly. Um, do you want to go with that? Top awards. I don't know that that really gives us anything. Um. Yeah. Because. I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's a good point. Good. Good way of thinking it about it. Um. But yeah, I don't. I don't see any. I don't see any clues in the hint. Uh, yeah, we could just go with like humor or comedy. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think of what, you know, because you're the first two journalists and authors lends itself towards that direction, but, um, I just, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I feel I like, mean, I guess professionals could also be like, you know, cameramen could win it, but I don't, I don't, yeah. But that wouldn't be journalists and authors, I don't think. No, um, I was thinking the professional. What the professionals? Oh, I, I see. Be. Right, right. So that right. So bringing it back to documentary or something like that that you were saying. Yeah. But I, hmm. I, 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 I kind of lean towards comedy humor. I, I think that's that's probably that's probably the best guess. And I'm just gonna sit here and think about the sheer number of times I watched Baby Shark with Abby over the past two years and. Think about why we couldn't get that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's lock in with uh, comedy or humor. Okay, so you're locked in with comedy. Uh, that is an incorrect answer, unfortunately. Um, the category we were looking for, or the, the answer we were looking for um, in the category of top awards is that the James Beard actually gives annual awards out to people in the culinary field. So it's people who could have uh, authors of written cookbooks. It could be uh, journalists um, reporting on, you know, whatever, whatever kind of oh. whatever's. And then the professionals piece were chefs or restaurant owners. Um, right. Okay. So the only reason I know about the James Beard Awards uh, that happens annually is because I watch Top Chef a lot. And they always have contestants on there. And they're like, raise your hand if you've been nominated for a James Beard Award. And then like half of them have. And for either being a chef or like an owner of a restaurant that's given this award. So And and that's why I've heard it is because Nikki likes watching a lot of the cooking shows. And that's where I've heard it. Yep. Yeah. It's like a pretentious <laughs> award. And a lot of like the Michelin star people win it. So it's just just an award. Yeah. Okay, so maybe that top was a little bit of a clue that we just didn't pick on. Very that's, obscure. That's why yeah, I put no, it in good there. Good question, though. <laughs> but I didn't think anyone was actually going to get it, but that's why I put the word top in there. Yep. Okay, so we're going back to round three. So just as a score update, uh, Mike and Tim have 18 points, and Chris and Timmy have 16. So it's anybody's game. We're in this. Okay, so round three. So this means that Mike and Tim get to choose your category and your two categories. This is kind of in the – I tried to make these similar enough, um, the categories similar enough. But the categories are, in this cartoony, they're invading your TV. And the ah. second category is, from fiction to TV. Well... <laughs> Did that bring uh, back memories of a boozy bracketology there, too? I, I am a little triggered at this moment. I thought you might be. Um, <laughs> so do we want to go with cartoons or fiction TV? From fiction to TV sounds like it might be like 
book adaptation. That's what I was thinking too. Um, what do you feel stronger in? I feel, I feel okay, but not overwhelmingly confident with both. To be honest, that's not helpful. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and I don't. I, I honestly don't read a lot. I probably feel better about cartoons, but I, it's such okay. a broad category. I, I'm I'm okay with that. It, as long as it's if it's nothing super modern, I should be okay. But yeah, well, yeah. let's let's give it a try. We'll take the in this cartoony. Okay, so your question in, in this cartoony, they're invading your TV. Uh, Jack and Gus are two sidekicks to what animated title character? Jack and Jack Gus. It's a single title character. She said character. Okay. Um. So. Mm. All of a sudden, I I keep having what what is it that has a uh, Gus Gus? That's uh, Cinderella Disney. Uh, oh, right. that's it. Is it Jack and Gus? Cinderella. Those were the Are two names of the mice? two mice. I was sitting here and I'm sitting here in TV landed, but it's absolutely right. Cinderella. Right. Yep. Okay. So yeah, we'll lock in with Cinderella. All right, so you're locked into Cinderella, and that is absolutely correct. It's Jack and Gus, Gus, or Gus. Thank you, Tim. I was, I was over. I was going through TV cartoons. I didn't even go to movies. Thank you. I, I was too, and I threw that Gus, Gus out, thinking it was wrong, and just to get it out of there. And yeah, no, that was great. This is this is this is why the teamwork thing. Nice pull. So nice pull. Well, so that one was actually taken. I was going to do a, a, a pregame or a halftime or something where uh, it was matching up Disney sidekicks to their uh, to their title character or whatever. Um, but it ended up, it was way too easy, so I scrapped it. But I was like, this one was actually kind of a harder one in my mind. Like, I wouldn't be able to necessarily get there right off the bat. So that's why I kept that one here. So nicely done, everyone. Okay, so that means that Chris and Timmy, you're going to get the category from fiction to TV. Are you guys ready? Let's go. I'm sure this is right at both of your alley. In The Handmaid's Tale, what biblical biblical name are the housekeepers commonly called? And this is in the book and in the TV show. But in The Handmaid's Tale, what biblical name are the housekeepers commonly called to, called or referred to as? Tim, you ever seen Handmaid's Tale at all? No. Could you hear what I was telling you about optimism? That <laughs> show is not about optimism. No, that show all. is about the opposite of optimism. I tried watching it a couple times, and it just it was awful because I just I never came away feeling good about myself. It just was not a good situation. I no, did not like it. It's not a. It's. I mean, it's a, apparently a very good show. I can't watch it. Like Leah has turned I it can't. on, and I leave the room. It's too real for me. Um, okay, what, so, biblical right, So females. let's think biblical names, right? They wouldn't be Marys, or they wouldn't be, do we think it's like a female name, you think? Or do yeah. you think it's actually just a... I'm thinking, so, I'm thinking this is Old Testament. Who was, who was the woman that that uh, cut off Samson's hair? Is it Delilah? Samson and Delilah? Delilah. Well, it's Samson, yeah, that doesn't sound right. What about like Mo- any idea who Moses' wife was? No, and that's bad because I went to a Catholic school for uh, from fifth grade through senior year. <laughs> oh Lord! Um, I mean, there's Ruth. Ruth is in the. But I mean, she got a whole book. 
Yeah. A candy bar, everything. Ruth is like owning the world right now. No, no, no. That was when she was a baby. <laughs> so, like, the names that come to mind, there's Delilah, there's um, Magdalene. They are all female, correct? That's yeah. In the hands of the like, yeah, like, they're I'm all females. Being a sexist take here, like, it is really what it is. they are. Yeah, they're females, and they're just like, I think they're like sex slaves. So I'm trying to, like, draw some sort of a comparison back to the Bible with, with roughly that approximation, and I can't. I'm with you. Um, oh, my Lord. Uh, but I mean, I'm just trying to think of another name that could be, that, that could also be a group of people. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what I'm trying to think of that would be. Like, Magdalene, Delilah don't sound right. Do they have, like, a Karens of the Old Testament? Like, you know, like. <laughs> It may not be, like, an actual female's name. Maybe it's, like, a group of people from, like, the Old Testament. For some reason, Old Testament is the only thing that comes to mind. Because it's the, it, the Old Testament's the doom and gloom. The New Testament's the hope, right? Right. I I completely agree with you. Um, I'm just trying to think of what else it could be. Um, like, it wouldn't be, like, something like servants or something like that. You know what I mean? It would be... It's got to be more specific to the yeah. actual... It's gonna be it's gonna be a formal name of some sort, but I, dude, I honestly I have no idea. Um, Delilah is the closest I'm gonna get, but it's not right. Right, because it's not gonna be like a group of people like you know that that, that fled or. All right, I'll just go Delilah's. I mean, I don't I don't have anything else either. I don't either. Yeah, we'll go Delilah's and take our wrong answer. You're gonna say what it is. I'm gonna be mad. No, um, it is not a correct answer, but you guys did very well, I think, um, with guessing that. Um, so it is named after a character in the Bible, um, and it comes from the story of when Jesus uh, stayed at the oh, house of Testament? Mary and Martha. And so the housekeepers are If her are name called... is Martha, I'm shutting the shit show down. So, so the biblical name given to the housekeepers are called Martha's, because they're the ones who take care of the house. Just Why like did you we... say that Why name? Why did you say that name? Yeah, they they weren't talking about the 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 sex slaves. Yeah, right. they they were the talking about the ones that dress in gray. So yeah, the, house- the, hand, oh. the handmaids are just called of, and then whatever yeah. the patriarch of the yeah. household. They're is. just the handmaids, and then the Marthas so are the ones who take care of the house and everything. To be yeah. fair, Chris, aren't they all dressed in gray? Yeah, everyone in that show is dressed in gray. <laughs> And uh, and then the the other biblical name that they use are the Jezebels. I'm pretty sure Jezebel was a biblical name, and that's the prostitutes um, that get sold. But whatever, it is a very dark and bleak show. But um, but I'm really proud of you guys for getting close. All right, so that leads us into our halftime round. So our scores are Mike and Tim with 28 points, and Chris and Timmy with 16 points. So in this halftime sports round, as sports, I don't come up with a fun title for it um it's gonna be a sports category round um there's gonna be four possible answers each team will get a chance to choose the five the four answers that they think is correct and each correct answer that you give me is worth five points apiece so we can still make up a lot of uh a lot of ground on this question so here we go in your halftime round the Heisman Trophy, first awarded in 1935 under a different name is given to the top college football player in America for five points apiece, name the top four colleges who have produced Heisman Trophy winners. These are the schools that are affiliated with the winners. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and lock in. Okay, so that means that Mike and Tim can talk it out loud. 
<laughs> we're all over the place. You would think that this would be a wheelhouse for me, considering I have hosted a sports podcast. Uh, <laughs> and continue to do so. Well, I mean, we haven't recorded in months, but... Well, uh, you've been occupied. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've... We've we've been think we've been tossing some out there. I know Oklahoma has come up a lot recently because you had Baker Mayfield, you had True. Kyler Murray, um, but I don't know about long term going back. Right. Uh, USC, you've got well, it depends on if you count Reggie White. Um, didn't he win and then it got taken away? Did Reggie White get it taken away? I know that not, um not Reggie White. Oh God. Yeah, because Reggie White, he was was he even USC? No. Uh, who's who's the one? Yeah, uh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Yeah, that's who I yeah. was thinking of. Reggie Bush had it taken away. Um, you know, problem problem is is that it's I don't I don't really go too far back as far as my Heisman Trophy winner knowledge yeah. goes. And I'm trying to think to like the, the Nissan Heisman House commercials. Right. You know, Florida, you've got Tebow, and I think that's it. Right. Uh, Florida State, you've got nobody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty fingers there, Chris. Pretty fingers. Let's see. Uh Bama, I think you had a couple recent. Bama's had a couple. I mean, Bama's got a pretty storied history, so they're not a bad uh yeah. bad guys. Ohio State, you've got. I know Ohio State has a few. Yeah, I I know they've got the, you know, yeah. Oh man, you would really think I would know about this better. I can't think of anybody out in Notre Dame. We threw that name out there. Yeah, I mean, that's how long there aren't. From... I just can't think of any. Right. I just uh, threw it out there because they're. I'm sure they were successful in the past, obviously, since they, you know, but, um, I can only name one in Michigan and that's Desmond. Right. Or what's Yeah. Desmond. And then I think Charles Woodson, actually, I could be wrong. It might be two. Yeah. But you're, you're, that's okay. You're, you're from, you're from Cleveland. So you're, uh, not allowed yeah, to speak not that to school's name anyway. Michigan all that much. Um, okay. So I like, um, Texas? I, yeah, I thought about Texas, I could too. think of Vince Young, but that's all I can think of there. But did Leinert win that year instead of Vince Young? I don't that think Vince Young be, ever won That it. would be back to USC, wouldn't right, it? Right, because well, USC won, I'm pretty sure, back-to-back -back with Leinert and Bush. Yeah. So I, I like USC as an answer. Yeah, I, li I like you. It was the first one that popped in my head was USC. We you want to go USC, OSU, Oklahoma, and Bama? That 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 sounds good. I mean, we we can go round and round, but the yeah. truth of it is, we just we're you know we don't know that yeah, know that so far back we'll, and don't know that many. We'll lock in with uh, USC, South uh, California, not Carolina. But yeah. Uh, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Alabama. All right, both teams. Give me your first answer. Uh, Alabama. Uh, we also had Alabama. Okay, that is an incorrect answer. They are not on the list. Wow. They only have wow. two Heisman Trophy winners. Fun fact. They have how many? I'm sorry. They have two. They weren't even close. Oh Actually, they God. have three. 
It says on my list that I'm looking at. They won last year? Yeah, Devontae Smith. Devontae right. Smith just won, yeah. Okay, so this list was from... Well, they're still not even close. Okay. <laughs> uh, the one... So this list that I'm looking at was from mid-2020. So they he, this person won 2021? Or... Yeah. 20, end, of won 2020. end of 2020. Okay. Well, either way. Not even close. Um. Okay, so each team, give me your second answers. Uh, we had o- we had Ohio State. Okay. We also had Ohio State. Okay, so Ohio State is correct. Ohio State is tied in first place with seven Heisman Trophy winners. Wow. So nicely done, everyone. Okay, so third picks. We had the University of Southern California, USC. Okay. So did we. USC. So both teams had USC. And that is a correct answer. USC has six. All right. Six Heisman Trophy winners. And then finally for question number four, what did you guys say? We we had uh uh Oklahoma no. Yeah, yeah, Oklahoma. Sorry. Oklahoma and, and we and, had the fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Okay, so there, it's actually both a correct answer. So <laughs> this is why I'm getting, I guess that's why I was getting confused with the numbers. So the correct answers are Ohio State with seven, Oklahoma with seven, Notre Dame with seven, and USC with six. So those are the top four. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was. I don't know why I was just, it was not clicking with me. Um. So the next highest is tied with three. So it's not even close. So seven, 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 six, and then the next highest ones. Hey, Florida State is tied for four. So Florida fifth, State, Florida, Auburn, Alabama, apparently. Army, Michigan, and Nebraska all have three. I mentioned Army, too. That's one of the ones yeah. I threw out there. All right. So coming out of our mid, no, our halftime question, uh, I think the scores are 43 to 31. If I just did my math correctly. Adding 15 points to each team. Yep. So 43 to 31 heading into the second half of the game. And we are going into round four, which is an even-numbered round, so that means that Chris and Timmy get to pick first. Um, and your two categories you're getting to choose from are things that may be found in Maryland and let's get vaxxed. What are you guys thinking? I have no what idea. What? Yeah. I've been to Maryland. I never want to go back. Uh, no, yeah, I haven't even been to Maryland. The closest I was D.C., and that was close enough for me. <laughs> I almost got in a fight in Maryland. Their football fans uh, are the worst. I- I'm tempted to go, let's get vaxxed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm with it. Because I think it's got to be something more current than, or at least you'd think, huh? I would hope. So, yeah, let's go, uh, let's get vaxxed. Okay, well, in a, a nice turn of events, this is actually kind of a music question. Um, and let's get vaxxed. Which Chris loves. You gotta get them vaccinated. Uh, <laughs> so here's your question. Which music sensation turned one of her most famous hits into an internet sensation and public service announcement when she parodied the song while getting her Moderna shot later or earlier this year? Did you say what genre it was? Nope. Music sensation turned into an internet sensation. The only thing I know, I, there's this is apropos of nothing. There's no logic here. But I know that uh, Dolly Parton gave a lot of money to Micah shaking his head. Yes, thank you. Dolly Parton gave a lot of money to vaccine research. But, like, what Dolly Parton song do you change? The best little whorehouse in Texas got vaccinated? Working uh, 9 to 5, donating blood? Like, I, I, I don't know. Jolene? I'm begging of you, please go take the shot? Okay, that's all I know for Dolly Parton. I'm sorry. Those are my three. I'm out. I'm tapped. 
You named one more than I had. Texas has a whorehouse in it. Sorry, I've seen that movie a couple times. Okay. I'm with you. I think you're right. I think you, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the one person I can think as far as viral goes. And, you know. Like we know she's tied back to the vaccine in some regard. Like, she donated money to get it. To right. Get it in made. some capacity, she definitely was a huge, you know, she was pro for it, you know, and she was trying to put as much money as possible towards it. And I feel like she's gotten a lot of really good press over the course of the last two years between that and her book stuff that it, she could very well have gone viral. I don't pay attention to viral, though, but that's my best guess, Tim. I don't either. Um, yeah. Um, Dolly's my that's best what I guess. Got. I mean, Cheryl Crow. I mean, other person I could think of is like Cheryl Crow or somebody like that, maybe. Um, like, uh, like Sarah McLaughlin, maybe. Did she sing like the dog song while she was getting <laughs> a shot? Like The dog song. <laughs> it's Megan um, Thee Stallion. Watch. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they call it now, right? Uh, either way, there's the dog song, the thong song. Yeah. All all of a sudden, I'm just singing the thong song, with, but with the word dog instead of thong. The dog, so. dog, 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 <laughs> dog, 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 dog. <laughs> Please go get that shot. <laughs> All right, do you want to go Dolly uh, then? Man, we're giving all these people all kinds of free ideas. Right? Uh, yeah. Let's go Dolly Parton. I like it. We'll go Dolly Parton. All right. Well, you guys picked up on enough clues there to get to a correct answer, which is Dolly Parton. So, uh, Hold let's... on, Chris. All right. Yeah, let's... Speaking of Vanderbilt. Well, I was just getting there, Mike. Don't cut me all off. Right. <laughs> so, actually, I'm glad that Mike didn't get this question, because otherwise he absolutely would have known the backstory behind it. Um, because last spring, Parton... Uh, donated $1 million to the Vanderbilt University Medical Center for the development of the Moderna vaccine, and she felt generous toward the medical center because of treatment she's received there after an automobile accident. And so, uh, oh, that's awesome. And she actually could have gotten the vaccine earlier, but she didn't want to um, feel like, oh, because I donated my money, I feel entitled to get the vaccine earlier yeah, than other yeah, people. She so waited until it's her turn, right? Yeah, she waited till it was like legally her, or like her grouping came in, and then she got the vaccine. And then she, uh, I believe the song was Jolene, that she she parodied on the video as the um, guy. I'm in begging of you, please don't take my man. Came in, so uh, I just saw a little, a little, little snippet of the video uh, last night when I was writing that question. So nicely done, and um, get vexed, everyone. All right, so that means uh, with picking up ten points, we're now moving over to Mike and Tim. So your category is going to be in things that may be found in Maryland. So coming from the Algonquin Indian word meaning little turtle, what are the names of turtles that spend time both on land and in brackish, swampy water? Yeah, I know this one. Uh, the University of Maryland. Oh, the Terrapins. team is the Terrapins. Oh, good thinking. Yep. So I, I think it. I think it's got to be Terrapins. That that makes a ton. That makes a ton of sense. Absolutely. So yeah, we'll lock in Terrapins. <laughs> okay. Well, you got there very quickly, but I'm proud of you guys because the correct answer is a terrapin. And, uh, sports. yeah, well, and that was going to be another category that I was looking into where I was going to have you guys match up obscure, uh, mascot names to whatever school they were with, but I ended up nixing that category. So I kept that question in because it was fun and I had to look up what a Terrapin was cause I didn't know. So nicely done. Okay. So now we're moving into round number five. So that is an odd question. So that means Mike and Tim, you get to go first. So you get to pick between the two categories of. Where in the world is dot dot dot? 
And the other category is shaken, not stirred. Well, where in the world is makes me think we're talking geography again. So as right, much as I love... Right, people said is a weak spot. Right. Uh, as much as I want to make some do it rockapella jokes. Outside of beer, I don't feel like I know alcohol, which I kind of feel like the other one is, but... Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, too, so I'm feeling uh, iffy at best with both. I know a little bit about James Bond. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that it's a James Bond question, or no. a Bond girl's question, or something. I have no, I don't know. Where did, Were you feeling pulled in a particular direction? I wasn't either. No. <laughs> uh... Let's go with gut shot. What you got? Where in the world? That's, I was leaning that way too, so that's good. That's good. Okay, so here's your question: In the where in the world is dot dot dot? Um, the shard or shard of glass is a 72-story pyramid-shaped skyscraper in the largest building in its country. It was inaugurated in 2012. In what city can you find it? Okay, so all the new flashy stuff I automatically associate with, what is it, Abu Dhabi? Abu Dhabi, that's where, that was where my mind went to. Now. But she said 72 stories, right? Right. That's got to be more than 70, at least the biggest building in Abu Dhabi. Right, I don't the think one it's Tom the Cruise biggest. Scale. It, did you say it's the biggest building in the city? It's the largest building in its country, but I'm asking you for the city. Oh. Uh... So I don't know if it's the shard. I, your your brain went the same place mine did, but I just feel like seventy two stories isn't tall enough for Abu Dhabi. Right, right. Well, we can rule out the U.S. <laughs> Definitely, right. There's plenty more than seventy two stories. Yeah, because the Empire State is over a hundred. The shard. I'm just trying to picture. Shard. And it's, it's, a it's, it's a glass building, right? It's a glass pyramid. Glass pyramid. Uh, I, so here's the other thing. So if it's a glass pyramid, I feel like sun-laden countries are a danger. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you know, so yep. maybe it's something more like Sweden. Yeah, Switzerland. So it would be like Stockholm or. Right, because again, we're you know we gotta we're looking for the city. We but... can get the, I mean we can get the country. We may be able to get to the city, but the shard. It definitely sounds like something Carmen San Diego would have stolen. Yeah, yeah. And calling it the shard, I, I mean, maybe this is just me working backwards and trying to make answers fit my thought process. You have a thought process. You're way ahead of me. Um, but the shard kind of sounds like something, you know, like Scandinavian name. Mm. Like I know that it's an English word, like it's, you know, a pretty English word, but right. You know, right. So maybe something like Stockholm. Could it be, um, could it be Iceland like Reykjavik? Could be. Um, I don't know why that popped into my head. Just well, I, I I was thinking along those lines too. Some something Scandinavian, right? 
Um, Norway. I feel like if it's going to be anything, it's going to be like Switzerland or Sweden is where my my stre- my my gut tells me. Okay. But I I don't I I really have I have nothing to be honest. Um Yeah, I real I I I just don't know. I mean, 72 stories is a tall building, but you know, when you think of countries with tall buildings, yeah. It's that's that wouldn't scratch the surface of the tallest building in those countries. So yeah, do we want to say? I mean, the only country, uh, the only place I can name that for certain that has a glass pyramid is Paris, <laughs> but it's not taller than the Eiffel Tower. Right. <laughs> not seventy-two stories. So. Right. Uh, I mean, there's one in Cleveland too, but. Right. I think there's <laughs> one in Memphis too. I mean, there's yeah. yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, I really, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm uh. <laughs> I was trying to think if there's any other places that we need to. Yeah, I, I kind of like where your head's at with regards to n- avoiding places closer to the equator. <laughs> Avo- avoiding the desert. Right, exactly. Because, uh, yeah, you would just – you'd literally burn people. Um but that's actually like a how I met your mother joke. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, my, my my gut tells me something Scandinavian. So I would think something like Sweden would probably be a good bet. I'm, and I'm, therefore, I'm good with, I mean, Stockholm, Stockholm's okay with me. It's yeah, we can I, go. I, I don't one. have anything. I don't have anything to go on. To be honest, I've never. Yeah, I haven't heard of this. World so. is dot dot. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I, like, I like, I'm trying to see if maybe she le- left a clue by leaving out Carmen San Diego. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I mean, certainly, um, the re—I mean, the, the reason I know what few world capitals I do is because of that game, right? And uh, I remember. If you want to talk Scandinavian countries, I don't re- specifically recall Stockholm, but I do recall uh, uh, Oslo, I think, was on there. I mean, I'm good with whatever you're thinking. I don't have – I'm not thinking anything. You want to just honest. lock in Stockholm then? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with locking in Stockholm. All right. we'll, we'll go ahead and lock in with Stockholm, Sweden. 35 minutes later, they came back to the third one they gave. Okay, so yes, the Shard of Glass is a 72-story pyramid-shaped skyscraper. Uh, it can actually be seen if you are uh, near uh, the London Bridge in London, England, or Great Britain, depending on wow. what you're answering. Uh, or Did you even asking. think about London? So yeah, it's actually in London. It actually, so it's inaugurated in 2012, and it's this big, I mean, it's kind of cool looking. It looks like a Shard of Glass coming out of the other buildings around it, um, but it in my opinion, doesn't really fit with the with the historical landscape of London, but yeah, it's actually in London, so huh. no points there. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't have got wouldn't have gotten there either. Okay, so that means that Chris and Timmy, if you're still awake, you are going to get the category of shaken and not stirred. All right, here we go. Here we go. So, what is the name given to geologists 
who specialized in the study of earthquakes and related phenomena. Phenomen- phenomena. 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 Uh, Tim, you have any idea? No, when, first, when she started talking about it, I was thinking of Ross Geller. That's the only thing I could think of. Um, but... Because geology rocks. Oh, my Lord. So I, I, I've heard the phrase seismologist before. Which makes sense, because that's what actually, you know, as far as on the Richter scale, what have, or like the seismograph or what have you, yeah. right? That actually measures the... Like, I couldn't place if that was volcanoes or if that was earthquakes. Oh, no, that's earthquakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You want to go seismologist? Okay, well, your correct answer is seismologist. Nicely done. Good pull, guys. So, yeah, it's it's earthquakes. It could also be like tsunamis and, and things that could um, come out of earthquakes happening and different things like that. So, like kaijus? Um, is that from Pacific Rim? Yes. Okay. Just unsure. Yeah, seismolo- <laughs> seismologist could help with that. Makes me think of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Okay, so we're going into round six, which is an even number category or round. So that means that Chris and Timmy going into the final round. This is the last regular round that we'll have. So you will get to pick between your categories of game over and vroom vroom. Okay, so game over sounds like it's games. Vroom vroom sounds like it's cars. Are you good at either of those? I'm definitely better at games than cars. I mean, I'm lucky when I get my car and it actually starts. I don't know jack crap about cars. I've not. I've never been a car guy. I I push gas. It goes moderately fast. Right. Uh, you want to go game over? Yep, I'm with that. Okay, so here is your question. Game over. Which Hasbro slash Milton Bradley game features four characters named Harry, Henry, Homer, and Lizzie? Okay, so what do you think? What I'm trying to do is trying to figure out, think of board games that have four characters, right? Yeah, there's one um, that popped out in my head, but I'm afraid to say it because I don't want us to circle that and, and oh, think it's is it is it um, Hungry Hungry Hippos? That's the one that came to my head because three of those are H's, and it's Hungry Hungry Hippos with three H's yeah. in the title. And I'm sorry, can you give us those names one more time? Yeah, please. Sure, it's uh, Harry, Henry, Homer, and Lizzie. Yeah, that's it. Because it's got to be three boys and a girl. Yep. I yeah. think that's it. Hungry, hungry hippos. All right. Nicely done. Your correct answer yes. is hungry, hungry hippos. Good job. That was just Good a random velvet thing that kind of, it kind of reminded me of Pac-Man, which is why, because I, I was like, have we had this question before? And I was like, no, I think we've had the Pac-Man question Inky, before. Inky, Blinky, and Clyde. Yeah. Inky, yeah. Bink, Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you guys pick up 10 points there. So that means that uh, Mike and Tim get the last regular category question in Vroom Vroom. All right, so which car company produced the Brat, which stood for Buy, Drive, Recreational, All-Terrain Transporter from the years 1978 to 1987? Well, the moment that they chose their category, I received a message from Tim going, fuck, I do not want cars. (laughs) <laughs> and I completely concurred with him. Uh, the Brat. What was it again? Uh, can you repeat? Leah? Yeah. So it, the the car, the car was called the Brat, but it stood for By Drive Recreational All-Terrain Transporter. Okay. Is that B-I-Drive or like yeah, B-I? Yeah, it's, it's B-I-Drive. What, and what's, what car company? You're looking for the make. Yeah, the car company, yeah. 
And it was an active car from 1978 to 1987. 78 to 87. Yeah. Um, the Bi-Drive Recreational All-Terrain Transporter. Who, um... So, like... The Brad. I mean, it, 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 it kind of sounds like a, like a precursor to the SUV. I mean, yeah. Um, I think GM makes the Hummer. That, and that was the other one I thought of was, was who'd made the Hummer. And I think you're right. Um, I mean, it could be Jeep. Right. Because, I mean, it's all right along those lines. Right. Jeep is Chrysler, right? I believe so. So, was, um, <laughs> this, is, this may be weird logic, but I think... Wasn't Chrysler the company that Lee Iacocca had to come in and save? And maybe the poor performance of the Brat would be one reason why? <laughs> because I've never heard of this thing before. I mean, at various times, all of the big three have been True. in major trouble. True, uh, absolutely. I know that from living in Detroit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not that this is probably going to help at all, but out of curiosity, it, are both T's part of the acronym? No. Like, is it B-R-A-T or yeah. B-R-A-T-T? It's B-R-A-T. Okay. Uh, I mean, legit question. I mean, the, on, the only reason I was asking about that is because Brat and Brat, like... Oh, if it's a German, German company? Right. Uh, yeah, but I feel like... These type of vehicles scream American to me. Yeah, probably. Um, the Bi Drive. I've 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 never heard of this that I can think of. I'm trying to think of what they could mean by Bi Drive. That's a good question. That's a good thought. That's a good. Like that's such a strange term that I don't hear a whole you think, lot. You think was was it something like? They had steering wheels on both sides, like a like a I don't know. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, it does. Um, but it's but it's but it's one of those things where I don't know. I'm talking. I mean, I'm talk I mean, it, it could be like two wheel drive and four wheel drive. Sure. Right. Oh, that's know? yeah, that's true. Like like it could be for off roading as well. I mean, we can go with like Chrysler. I mean, I don't know that we have anything stronger. Right. Uh, and before you so lock we... in, I will clarify that it actually kept running till 94. So instead of 87, it's actually 94. So if that's going to change your your answer at all, I wanted to make sure you had that information. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, it doesn't give me any more information. I was alive during the vast majority of these years, and I don't recall ever hearing of this vehicle. Yeah, that that extended it from ending when I was born to ending when I was seven. Right. So, uh, I mean, Chrysler's about all I got. Uh, you know, we again, we're we're kind of in we're, we're pretty much in the American car companies, and really, there's only three. So yeah, I mean, there's more, but like 
those are the big do you, big ones. Do you feel better about Chrysler or GM? Alternatively, mm-hmm. not that this makes things easier on us, if Chrysler's got the Jeep and GM has the Hummer, could Ford have been their offering? Uh, the Ford Brat? Maybe. I don't know. Jeep Brat. Chrysler Brat. The GM Brat. Yeah, but even then, it's probably like the Chevy Brat or something like Chevy. that as opposed to... That's I, that's kind of what I've been doing a little bit in my head is putting it behind makes, but nothing rings a bell to me. Yeah, I, I'll I'll. What does your gut tell you on that one? Um, that's not bad logic, honestly. The Ford. Yeah, because yeah, because I think of the other two have it as having more of that type of vehicle than the Ford necessarily does at that yeah. time. So I, but I don't know. It, it does sound like it could potentially be like their counterpart. Right. So. All right. I'm good. With, I'm good with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go with Ford. Okay. So this car, um, that ran from 78 to whatever I said, 94, um, had a notable owner, which was president Ronald Reagan. He owned a 1978 Brett and sold 1998 in this car. Um, was made by Subaru. So I, I looked Way at off. A, I looked at a picture of this thing. Uh, uh, Timmy, you were very very close. We were we were kind of guessing back and forth, and he said, "Is it an El Camino?" And it like, looks well, like one. it looks it just sure like an El, like Camino, El Camino. Oh, okay. Not yeah, not what I was picturing at all. <laughs> no. All right. So with that incorrect answer going into our final round, I've got our scores of fifty three for Mike and Tim. And Chris and Timmy was 61. So still really, really close game going into our final round. And this is how our final round is going to work. I am going to give you three categories. These are not funny categories like I've had during the game. They are straight up categories so that you will know how to wager your questions. So each team can wager any and all points that you have and split them up any way you choose on these three questions when you've just heard their categories so you're gonna lock in your wagers before you actually hear the questions Um, but after i tell you what the categories are uh, you can use any or all of your points Um, you can choose to split them up any which way you want Um, and then once they're locked in uh, there is no going back and changing them everyone understand we are good all right i'm gonna read you guys your final round questions or categories categories so the first category is in Olympics. The second category is in U.S. government. And the third category is in patriarchal mythology. All right, we've got our wagers. Okay. All right, we're our wagers are locked. Okay, great. So your question number one in the category of Olympics. Here's your question. What Olympic sport is derived from the Greek word meaning to exercise naked? We'll go ahead and lock in. Okay, Mike and Tim are locked in. All right, um, Tim, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I don't think the answer is curling. I, are you sure? Uh, I mean, I think no, you had a great not. point. I, I'm not. I just can't imagine wanting to freeze my ball off, balls off on a, uh, on a frozen pond. Chris, they're called stones. <laughs> Um, He's got me there. 
I'm more a fan of shuffleboarding naked. So, I'm thinking it's got to be an older game, right? Yeah, like I'm just like trying to think of like what is an older. Let's just think of starting like events. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so there's like the pentathlon, the triathlon, not the marathon. That's the one of the you know the first games or what have you. So like exercise, like weightlifting, but like that's not the term from ancient Greece. Right. Oh, come on. We've got to think of some more. Like, just, there's got to be an event that... Yeah. All right. Um, Gymnastics is not it, right? No, like, I wouldn't think so. Even if we go so. broad. Hold on, hold on. Gymnastics? Isn't gymnasium? Isn't that a Greek word? I, I could not tell you. I don't think gymnastics is a bad answer. I really don't. Um, it's something that's been around for a long time. Uh, if you think about what they do, I mean, they're, they're not basically naked, but like it's nothing that, for the most part, it's nothing that being naked is going to help or hurt you doing, right? You're not going right. to go out there and play tennis naked or anything like that, but gymnastics has been around for a while. Like I think of like the triathlon, decathlon, like those are all newer, but gymnastics has got to go back for a long time. And I think that it has to be a summer event. I, I just that's because once again the history of it, right? Well, yeah, like, and I don't think you're doing many winter events with no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in Florida. Um, when you said gymnastics, the the term gymnasium came to mind, and I I feel like that's got Greek roots. Um. And so, like, to me, if I can tie that tangentially to Greece, that might be our best guess. I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I tripped on it coming into the room, but other than that, I mean, it's great. I don't have a dude. I don't have a better answer at this point. And I I think it's any. I mean, it's just. Yeah. The other concern there is what if it's more specific than that? I don't. I guess is my thing. Yeah. We can specific. We can. If she needs to be more specific, we can come back and have that conversation. But let, sure. Let's just lock in gymnastics and call it day, call it a day. I'm good. All right, so I locked in the gymnastics. Mike and Tim, what did you say? Yeah, we didn't uh, have anything better, so we locked in with uh, wrestling. All right, so here's your question in U.S. government. What federal agency is the parent agency to such programs as the Fish and Wildlife Service, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, and the Bureau of Land Management? Uh, Tim and I will go ahead and lock in. All right, perfect. Mike and Tim are locked in, so Chris and Timmy can talk it out. All right, Tim. Um, so here's my thought. Yeah. So I live on a lake, and so I deal with a lot of the Illinois Division of uh, Department of Neutra- uh, Natural Resources. So I don't know if that is actually at the federal level or not. So that's, I guess that's my question. Like, I've never heard of, like, a – you said it was an agency or – Yep, it's a federal agency. Department of Natural Resources. In El- I mean, that's what it is at the state level here, and that's what I deal with a lot with the lake that I live on, with fish and the water and what have you, uh, dealing with erosion and stuff like that. I mean, that makes sense. I'm just wondering if it's... Well, right, at the federal level. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's at the federal level, and I'm wondering if that isn't looped in under another agency. Um, but I have nothing better. I'm 100% go- with going with that. I've just never heard of it. So, now, so tell me, what do we know about, I mean. So we're, we're, what, t- we're looking at federal agencies that's going to have right. fish and wildlife, uh, Native American affairs, and zoning. Is that what it was? 
Land management. Land management, which is zoning. I mean, so let's talk about what 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 the options are as far as federal goes. Well, the the one that came to mind was housing and urban development HUD. Um, it's a federal agency, but it doesn't sound right. Right. So what are, what other agencies are along those lines, right? Like that's where we're at. Yeah. And my head is not going anywhere right now. All right. So Department of Natural Resources, it it very well could be legit. I have no idea. And I could be thinking of, I think what I'm thinking is I'm thinking of like appointed secretaries uh, that the president will appoint. Um, Which is a great way to go at it. It's like, mean, could it be like the Department of Agriculture? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, Actually, I like that better than HUD. I can't imagine. I mean, it's all three of those deal with land, right? The Department of Agriculture might deal with that. Right. So I'll leave the choice up to you. Um, I think that might be the best I've got. And and I think that I agree with you. I don't think that natural resources is at, at the federal level. I know it is here in Illinois, what have you, but I don't think it's at the federal level. So, okay. or they answer to whatever the answer to this question is, maybe. Yeah. Um, I go with you. Could it be Farm the Department bag. of the Interior? Now that I think about it, you have to tell me more about it because I don't know exactly what Department of Interior. Uh, I know there was a secretary for the Department of the Interior on the West Wing, and I think that's about my extent of my knowledge. But it, it, the Interior, to me, says it, it deals with the in. Let's just we, we said agriculture. Let's go there. That that's the answer. I think ag sounds good. I mean, yeah. basic, but whatever. Yeah, we'll go with Department of Agriculture. Okay, and then uh, Mike and Tim, what did you say? Well, we actually said the Department of the Interior. Damn it. Damn it. I'm so sorry, Chris. Oh, I had no I had no no passion, no thunder around that at all, so. Okay, and then now we're going into our third question. The final question of our game in patriarchal mythology. I don't even think I'm saying that word right, but it doesn't matter. Um in Greek mythology, what goddess of agriculture has a daughter with Zeus? who is cursed to stay in the underworld with Hades for half of the year. Yeah, we actually have an answer on this. We're going to lock in. All right, so Mike and Tim, speak out loud. Okay, so... Goddess of agriculture. So so, so the one that's in Hades for half the year, it, we're looking for the mother of that person, right? Correct, correct. Okay, so could that be like Gaia? Well, no, Gaia's mother Earth. Right. Basically, so I don't. I wouldn't think of her as the goddess of agriculture. The first name that popped into my head was Demeter, but I can't remember if she was agriculture or not. Yeah, I was just thinking like, I mean, I was, I was, I was kind of pulling from Year Without a Santa Claus. You know, if they're if they're in Hades for half the year, it might be during the summer. Oh, the warm months versus the cold right. months, and they were the the children of right. Mother Mother Earth, Mother Nature. Oh, I, Gaia. Yeah, I That's kind of what. That's kind of the logic I was using to get there. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, it, it occurs to me I might have overstated my mythology knowledge. Yeah, I mean that's honestly the only thing I can come up with. I'm trying to think of um goddess of that like agriculture and i just not get in there um but, but i'm also wondering if gaia wasn't a what was it titan like chronos 
I thought yeah, I thought Gaia was exactly. I thought she I thought she was more of the Kronos type of But uh, honestly, I don't know that I'm gonna come up with agriculture. Agriculture. I was I was convinced that this was going to be a Daedalus and Icarus or right. yeah, Daedalus and Icarus question. Right, exactly. Uh, with the patriarchal thing. But then again, yeah. Zeus did father a lot of Zeus do we, all of them. Yeah. Exactly. But honestly, um, I don't have a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I said, Demeter was the first thing that popped in my head. I don't have much legs behind it. And what's Demeter the goddess of? If I knew that, then I'd have more legs behind it. <laughs> um, because if I knew she was the goddess of agriculture, I would feel much strong, much more strongly about it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Demeter doesn't jump out. I. 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 I, uh, I. I feel. I feel better about Demeter than Gaia, but I don't have much to stand on. Let's see, Athena. No. Yeah, Athena was Athena was war. Aphrodite was beauty. Not to mention, and this would not have precluded Zeus from fucking them, but they were his sisters. <laughs> right. Um, Dionysus. Do, do we have any idea who had to spend half their time in Hades? I don't. But I'm, think, don't. I'm thinking, like, with it being half the year, like, like that sounds like something seasonal. Right, true. You know, or or at least time based. Right. You know, it could be Luna or something like that. Although that might be Roman. Um, yeah, Luna sounds Roman. I. I mean, I'll I'll back you up. My my only thought was Gaia, but I don't have much thunder in that one other than going to year without a Santa Claus. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not even pulling the year without a Santa Claus reference. So, um, I, I get, you know, I, I don't feel super strong about Demeter, but it was the first thing popped in my head and Gaia. I, again, for some reason I do think was more of a, of like the the Kronos Titan type of I think because mm. I think it was like her originally because she was basically was quote unquote Mother Earth. Yeah, I just I can't remember if if she was up on that level or one step below because right know, like like Kronos is time right and right I don't know um I yeah I, I really I got nothing else <laughs> which one do you want to go with. Flip a coin. My my instinct says Demeter. If you want, if you're willing to we die on my hill, it. we can go All with right. it. All right, we'll lock in Demeter. Okay, and Chris and Timmy, what did you say? We said Aphrodite. All right, Aphrodite. Okay, so let's go through one more time. This time, you're going to give me your answers, and you're going to give me your wagers. So, question number one in Olympics: What Olympic sport is derived from the Greek word meaning to exercise naked? Chris and Timmy, what did you guys say, and what did you wager? Uh, for Olympics, we said gymnastics, and I believe we wagered 16. Let me double check. Uh, 16, yes. 16, all right. 
And uh, uh, Mike and Tim, what did you say? And what did you? We answer? said wrestling for zero. All right. Well, the correct answer is actually gymnastics. Holy. So shit. it was. It actually nicely pl- done. Applied in ancient Greece to all exercises practiced in the gymnasium. So you picked up on that clue. Um, the place where male athletes did indeed exercise unclothed. So there you go. There you go. We'll take it. We'll take. That was there. all you, Tim. That was all you. Okay, so question number two is in U.S. government. So what federal agency is the parent agency to such programs as the Fish and Wildlife Service, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, which is actually its official title, and the Bureau of Land Management? Uh, Chris and Timmy, what did you guys say, and what did you wager? We said Department of Ag, and we went with 30. 30, okay. And then uh, Mike and Tim, what did you go with, and what did you wager? Uh, We went with the Department of the Interior. And we wagered 38 points. Okay, so the correct answer is actually the Department of the Interior. So ah, yes. Mike, Mike and Tim picked Leah, up. Uh, I gotta tell you, job. I am so mad. We, as soon as you read that next question, I was, I thought for sure we had it, Chris. I did Damn too. It. You had agriculture in the next question. I'm like, oh, that's why they're in this order. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, and actually, I didn't even realize that that's how it was until I was reading it too, and I'm like, oh well. You didn't hear them in that order to begin with. So, okay. So in patriarchal mythology and Greek mythology, what goddess of agriculture has a daughter with Zeus who is cursed to stay in the underworld of Hades for half the year. Uh, Chris and Timmy, what did you say? And what did you wager? We, uh, we said Aphrodite and we wagered zero. Okay. I figured since you left in so quickly. Um, and then Mike and Tim, what did you guys say? And what did you wager? Uh, we wagered 15. And we said Demeter. To be fair, we, we wagered zero, but we locked in that quickly because we knew there was no way in hell we wanted to be the one stuck talking that one out loud. <laughs> right? That was worth more than, I mean, that was worth a million points in my book, just so you guys know. Well, 100%, right? Like, I don't have to sound like an even bigger idiot. Yeah, I don't need I don't need that I don't need mythology's help. <laughs> yeah, so as the story goes, is that she uh, was so distraught that her daughter was taken away. That's what her big thing is known for in Greek mythology is her relationship with her daughter. She was so distraught that she was taken away to Hades that she actually abandoned agriculture and there was a big famine in the land and everything like that. And she ended up trying to go on a journey to bring her daughter back. Um, and the daughter's name was Persephone. Um, and there's a whole story with a pomegranate or no, not a pomegranate, some kind of fruit. Um, that she ate while she was down there, um, trying to get back home. Um, but the mother is actually Demeter. So Boom! way to go there. So Boom! with that, Mike and uh, Tim pick up an additional fifteen points, and this game is over with a, the score of one hundred six to forty-seven. Mike and Tim are our champions. On uh, good game, guys. Good game. Wow, good game. It really a, did come down score, to that wager. By around. no means reflects how close that one was. Great game, guys. Absolutely. Ah, my losing streak to Mott continues. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I was trying, man. Dude, we I, I, I'm not mad at all. I think we you actually played, played a hell a of a game. game. Yeah, it really came down to a very good game. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. Um, if you're looking for ways to support the show, a couple of things you can do. One, if you've got the financial means to do so, patreon.com slash PTEBB is your home for all of our bonus content for not only the Pub Trivia Experience, but also our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology. All of our bonus content in that one place. Uh, Tim, you are actually one of our Patreon subscribers. So, sir, thank you for your continued patronage, and we will have you on the show again here, uh, hopefully very soon. I hope so. Thank you, guys. Uh, it, it really is a joy. Thanks for everything you guys have done. It's awesome. 
I I really really appreciate it. And we we really appreciate the support. But listen, I know it's tough out there. COVID is ravaging the world yet again. Um, if you can't help financially, one hundred percent, I get it. We've all been there. We've all struggled. First off, keep your head up and just keep grinding. Second off, um, if you still want to give us thanks, a couple things you can do: leave us a five star rating, write us a review wherever you listen to the show. That'd be awesome. Tell your friends, tell your family. That would be great as well. Find us on Facebook, The Lounge, fans of pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology on Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod. Instagram is Pub Trivia Experience, where you can find Leah and her trivia question of the day each and every day. Monday through Friday. Yeah, Monday through Friday. But that brings us to the end of another episode for the Pub Trivia Experience. I have been Chris. I'm Mike. I'm Tim. That would make me Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> We will see you all again next time. Have a good one.